And welcome to the Kerrville Podcast. This is uh, the second one of 2022. Uh, Mike Taylor here. John Barrera. And we have the one and only uh, John Gregg, <clears throat> excuse me, in the studio with us. Uh, hi, Mr. Gregg. How are you? I'm doing great. All right. So uh, we're going to get to John's story. And you might have seen John uh, walking up and down the streets of Kerrville with this uh, cross. How, how many pounds is that cross? 43. You know, I picked that thing up a few minutes ago. And man, I tell you what. I mean, that thing has some weight to it. It's solid. Yeah, it is. I thought it was hollow. I, I can't believe you walk all over Curva with that. Yeah, yeah I, th- I would think it would be hollow too, you know? Yes. You know, like those uh, those little lions outside of Chinatown. <laughs> you go up and you knock on those things, and uh, it's like, dung, dung, dung. I mean, they're hollow. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, before we get into this with uh, John, uh, John Barrera asked me uh, a question the the other day and he what does success mean to me Mm. now i've had a couple days to think about this and i've spent about zero minutes actually thinking about this but i'm i'm just going to come from the heart i'm just going to say what success means to me you know and success to me is is being the most the best version of myself possible helping the people around me the most watching the people around me uh become as successful as possible and being a good parent and just doing the best I can in life. That's right. You know, we don't have to become a trillionaire nope. to be successful. We don't have to become a billionaire. We don't have to become a millionaire. That's right. To be com- successful in life. I mean, that's nice. And that's one of those things that indirectly happens. Exactly. As a result for a lot of people when they find it within their self to be truly successful. And being successful in the in the areas that I just mentioned. Correct. You know, also uh, being at one with your creator, as John, I'm, I'm sure, is going to talk about here yes. in a second, is extremely important in that, too. Yes, sir. You know, because uh, when you get into the conversation of eternal life. Exactly. Um, I, I would say eternal life is, is successful as well. Correct. You know what I mean? That, that was really amazing. Well, it's just, that's just off the cuff. That's, that's from the heart. Exactly. You know, there's nothing written down here. The only thing I have written down is the word <laughs> success. <laughs> that, there you go. that was really good. So, you know, we're going to have a, a montage like a, um, you know, I, w- I was going to do it for Christmas or whatever. I want to make like a montage of all of our podcasts and like points from each one. Oh man. You know what I'm no, saying? I mean, there's like been a motivational so much. video. Yeah. There has been so much. Put some music behind it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like the yeah, Rocky there's theme been so- song. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. No, I, I really, I want to, and that's going to be in it. Well, yeah, that's going to be, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know about my part, but I, what you're talking about sounds pretty awesome <laughs> because we've had some really, really good guests on this podcast over the last year and a half. So yes, this is uh, episode 43, I believe also. Of uh, the Kerrville podcast, yeah, Over started off year. as started off as the Kerrville Small Business Podcast, and then uh, we just changed it to the Kerrville Podcast last year because we realized that yes, it's it's important to help out the small businesses in this area, but there are other people that we need to bring light to as well, like uh, our guest, who John Barrera is going to go ahead and introduce for you right now. It's Mr. John Gregg. You, you've seen him in Kerrville. You've seen him. Gosh, last time I saw you was right there on Sydney Baker in Maine, and. Uh, you're inspiring and basically i wanted to give you the opportunity to speak to kerrville because when i drive by i'm like why you know 
what, what's the purpose behind what you do, Mr. Greg? Okay. Well, it all started, uh, I had moved from Kerrville to Oklahoma City to be near my son, and I was there for a little over a year. And uh, I was attending a, a church, and I was on the prayer team, so uh, I was trying to be as much in tune with God as I could be uh, at that time. And uh, when I took and uh, was sitting there during service, uh, the senior pastor had uh, said something about, well, we've, we're really good at missions, but we need to be better at local missions. And that kind of hit me a little bit, but it didn't really register anything. And then the next Sunday, he said the same thing, that we need to be really good at local missions. And during the service, I I don't know if you believe in visions or not, but I, I saw myself coming back to Kerrville and carrying a cross around Kerrville. And the Lord told me to go from north, south, east, and west, all points of Kerrville, so that they can uh, get the good news that I'm alive, I'm not a joke, I am the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and they need to be aware that I'm coming back soon. So that is the purpose of building this cross and to take and walk it through Kerrville and uh, the surrounding areas. I've been up to Junction, I've been to Comfort, uh, Centerpoint, Fredericksburg, I've been to several places, but mainly here in Kerrville, because that's where the Lord told me to start. And uh, it's been a little over three years now, and I walk anywhere from two to three miles a day. Uh, Are you going to stop? No, not according to what the Lord said. It's even more urgent now than ever before, because like I said, his coming is really very near. And people need to be ready and get aware that he is coming. I mean, he is, he's not just a God way up somewhere. He is in our hearts, and he's living in our lives. And if we take and we're not aware of what he is wanting us to be living for him, then... I don't want anybody to go to hell, uh, and hell is a, a real place, and there you either have heaven or you have hell. That's it. There's no middle grounds. There's nothing when you die, well, that's the end of it. No. I you, believe that. You are a spirit that lives in a body. Your soul and your spirit are the uh, the person you are. The body is just reflecting what you look like in the spirit. And so to take and not believe that, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to go anywhere uh, because, hey, he's a good God. He ain't going to take and send me to hell. He doesn't want to send anyone to hell. He wants everyone to come to repentance. And that's exactly what the cross stands for. And that's why I'm taking and carrying it as much as I can, and I'm going to start back daily because I feel the urgent today. It was like when I was getting ready for the podcast, it was like 
okay, the urgency is real. Mm-hmm. And I want you to really take it to be serious, not just a could be thing. This is serious. This is your chance to speak to Kerrville. Exactly. And and say why you do what you do. Yeah. And, and do, do you ever have, I mean, how, how many people agree with you? How many, do you ever get anybody driving by that disagrees with you? Well, I get a lot of honks and waves of people agreeing, but then I have uh, some people that call it an idol and it's idol worship or they flip me off or they'll take and uh, say, now, well, let's, let's back up here. They, they call what an idol? The, the cross. Are, so are these people that are, they're, they're, they're saying the cross is an idol yeah. compared I'm, to Jesus. I'm, wor- I'm worshiping the idol Instead and not the savior. Correct. And that's, that's what they, they tell me. But then, you know, I can't hate them because everybody has their opinion. But God, wow. lo- but God, but God loves everyone. And that's exactly what he wants me to do is to love them no matter what their response is to me. Whether it's positive or negative, God is positive, And so I have to react positively, whether it. And I just brush it off because there's a whole lot more that agree with me. Than oh, yeah. Yeah. Those that don't, you know. And so I just pray for them and say, Lord, open their eyes. You help pray them. for them? Of course. Uh, anybody and everybody that uh, comes by, whether you agree or not, I'm going to pray for you because that is my ministry. This is my podium. You know, and we, we don't know this, you know, you, you see all these, uh, I, this is a little off subject, but it's, it's still kind of on it. You know, um, they say you're on camera, what, like 300 times a day. We don't know how many people are praying for us every day. Correct. Mm. Exactly. We have no idea how many no. people are praying for us every single day. Exactly. And we hold up Kerrville and the surrounding areas. And then we, we also pray for my wife and I for, the state and the United States and the world, but we hold up Kerrville because y'all are dear to our hearts more than anybody else because I was born and raised here. So it, uh, it's really a, a, a touch of my heart to take and pray for my community. We're truly honored to have you on. Absolutely. I mean that. Yeah. Thank you. You are a, a staple of Kerrville. You know, you can't drive through and, and, uh, not see you and 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 i'm glad you're on because people want to know why and and um do you ever wake up and not feel like going do you always wake up 100 percent? i mean is your back always feeling good i mean oh no i wake up times i have to take and work through uh being sore or being uh like today i'm a little bit congested from the cedar pollen but that's not going to deter me from serving God. Is this full time? Do you? Yes, this is full time. I'm retired. I worked at Foxworth Galbraith Lumber for 17 years, and uh, and they had bought a company up in Oklahoma. That's how I ended up there. I just kind of transferred up to Oklahoma, and I worked for Foxworth up there also. So this isn't a business. You don't get paid. I don't get paid. Uh, 
I'm not even sponsored. Um, it's just me and God and my wife. <laughs> now, have you ever had uh, anybody come out with another cross and walk with you? I've had people come out and help me carry the cross from time yeah. to time. Yeah. But Good no, question. No, nobody else that I know of has uh, brought a cross to carry with me. Have you ever seen anybody else in this area do this? I was told there was uh, someone before me uh, a few years ago that carried a cross around Kerrville. But I'm not sure who he was. Are there wheels on the bottom of that cross? Uh, there was to start with. Yeah, because, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I wasn't totally sure uh, how well I could handle the 43-pound cross. Yeah, it's so. 43 pounds. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, carry around a 50-pound sack of feed. Pretty much. For a little yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 43 pounds. So. Uh, and it's top heavy. Yeah. On top of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had a wheel on it for a while until the Lord said, okay. It's time to take your training wheel off. It's time to start doing what I told you and carry it like I told you. And so that's been a little over two years now since I've carried it without a wheel. Has has anybody stopped where you're at, where you're carrying the cross and been saved right there? Yes, I've prayed for several people. Wow. And uh, they've asked for a prayer, for healing, for saving, uh, for just a number of things. What do you say to those people that believe that they don't, they're not, uh, so, so for me, before I was saved, I was like, I'm not, I'm not supposed to be in church. I'm, I sin all the time. I'm not, I'm not, um, the, the ideal Christian, Mm -hmm. you know, I, at that time I drank all the time. I cussed, I sinned. What do you say to those people that don't think that they belong in the Christian world. If church is really a church like Jesus, he never hardly ever went to the synagogue. He was out ministering to people on the streets and uh, you can, you can go to church because that's supposed to be a hospital for people. It's not supposed to be a condemnation or anything like that. It's supposed to be a hospital for those that need Jesus, whether it's saving, healing, delivering, whatever, the Lord is supposed to be at the church, and and if people are not going to church to get healed, whether it be sin, sickness, or disease, then the church is not doing their job. Mm. Some people get pushed away from religion because of people. Correct. And unfortunately, we're all not perfect. (laughs) Yes. Uh, A true church, even though it's not perfect, will draw people in because of the Savior, not because of spectacular lights or whatever, or a beautiful building, because that's not the church. The church is the people. The people... You are the church inside you, and if if uh, you are not doing what God asked you to do, then you're not being the church. Wow. You know, I have chills right now yeah. because my wife and I literally this morning just finished day 40 of uh, Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Life. Have oh, you a ever- great book. Yeah. yeah. Love it. You've read it? So I was uh, homeless in 2005, 
uh, I was on the streets in Nashville. I was on Broadway, and I'd been playing my guitar on Broadway for tips uh, for about the last week. And uh, this was 2004, 2005, and I was out of money, completely broke. I was drinking every night and passing out on the street. It was, it was bad. And I was walking to Music Row because I had some songs that I wanted them to hear on Music Row that I had written. And I was, at this point, I was, I was crying. I was like, uh, you know, what, what do I do now? Right. You know, my life is just completely in a wreck. (laughs) Yeah. A complete wreck. 100%. You know? And I was walking across I-40 on Broadway towards Music Row from, from, uh, Tootsies and all the other places down there on Broadway, um, up from the Cumberland River, across the interstate, and this vehicle stops. And I'm like, please give me some money. I need some money. They handed me a copy of Rick Warren's <laughs> A Purpose Driven Life. I'm not joking. Wow. So I, I and you know me, I I didn't I I lost that copy along the way. Because uh, I was homeless for several more months after that, but I lost that copy. But I went and got another copy, and it is a great book. I mean, very. I mean, it is. Oh, yeah. It is a a great book. It is. Um, what what happened to me? The reason I kind of lost track of that book is because um, I have some social anxiety around people, and it wanted <laughs> me to start meeting with other people, and we mm-hmm. we tried it, you know. But it just kind of the social anxiety got the best of me on that. But yeah, <laughs> it's a great book. Man. That's that's crazy. You know, you you think, I mean, you're a radio star, and you know, social anxiety. You you you, the average person hearing you on the radio just wouldn't know that. You know, exactly. We're doing radio though. This I'm in a little room. Yeah. You know, with a few people at a time. Exactly. You know, you get me in front of people, in front of like a crowd of people or a group of people. I I I will clam up. It's just how I've always been. You know. Right. Or I'll act really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of the two you know so you know this podcast has really really op- opened up you know the first one i was really uptight and not, you know not saying anything we were just kind of trying to be really formal you know and now, yeah. now it's just really getting to know the people of Kerrville, getting to know i i'm just i'm honored. more relaxed absolutely i'm honored to be part of it i really am me too yeah it's a it's a beautiful thing uh john i got a question for you yes, yes sir uh oh. <laughs> oh, there it's my time to shine. Very nice. <laughs> I was ready to. Uh, it's been a year. I'm ready. Has has your faith in Jesus ever been tested? Oh yes, quite often. I mean, all the time you get tested because if you're not being tested, then you're doing something wrong. <laughs> and so you know, I mean, you if you quit growing you'll get tested so you can start growing again. I mean, that's the way Jesus is. Jesus wants you to grow. And if you're not growing in him and his ways, then you'll feel like you're in a, uh, just a level plane where, oh man, it's nothing but boring. The same old, same old. And Lord says, okay, I'll give you a test. And you pass this test, then you'll start growing again. And so, yes, I've had plenty of tests to uh, be able to start growing in him from time to time. And some days it seems like more than others. Yeah. But, yeah. Have there ever been any points where your life, in your life to where you kind of fell away? 
from it? Um, mm. Slow down. And uh, back when I was a teenager, I, I did fall away a little bit. And I got into drinking and uh, stuff. And the Lord, with his love, just brought me back. And I couldn't, I couldn't see myself doing that anymore. And uh, it's been almost 16 years since I've been dry. That's amazing. Really? I'm coming up on five years. Mike, you're coming up on 10 years? Uh, 10 years without a drink, uh, seven years completely sober. Wow, praise God. Next month, yeah. You know, somebody driving by seeing you with your shirt tucked in, clean cut, stout, looking good, would not, would drive by and be like, oh, that's a Christian. He probably thinks he's better than everybody else. Never had any problems. Everything's <laughs> been easy. That's that's the stereotype. Oh, yeah. You know, exactly. and it's, it's not a good stereotype to have because nobody's perfect. Mm. <laughs> no, you, you know what I mean? Nobody's perfect. We all have our stories and mm. it all took for what it took for us to get where we're at. Exactly. You know, so uh, you're a human being. Exactly. I needed this today. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. This is this is really it really hits home. And uh, it, I'm just on I'm on a certain path. Me and my wife are. And uh, it's just like everything is speaking to me and saying look you got to come a certain way oh yeah and and uh not try to be perfect not try to be better no. than everybody else and uh people think christianity is about about that it's not it's about it, it's about you know just serving giving just like we spoke about yesterday all the prominent people that have come in here that have truly truly made a name for themselves have been one took in a leap of faith and mm -hmm. two serving yeah providing much more value than you take exactly. is is a big thing exactly you, you know providing and, value and and you you just flood value with everybody mm -hmm. and if you flood everybody in your life with value you give as much value as you can to everybody indirectly like i was saying with success yes it's going to come back to you exactly you know so it it pays to to be good to people exactly you know? it does yeah, uh, absolutely. So I just got one thing. It just came to mind that people think they have to get cleaned up before they can come to God. He said to come as I am. So if I'm trying to do everything right before I come to Jesus, I'll never come to Jesus. Yeah, the odds of that happening are exactly yeah, slim to none. Because you'll never get cleaned up unless you let the the fish cleaner clean you, Jesus. That's the only way you're going to get cleaned up. And yeah, you'll never be perfect. Nobody is. Only one perfect person, and he is Jesus the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Mr. Gregg, it's an honor to have you on. Um, I, I wanted to say this before you left. I guarantee you, um, that you've you've saved a life or two before by just being out there and not even knowing it. Yeah. Some somebody might be having the worst day of their life and about to do something pretty. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that yeah. reminds me of a lady that she said she came up to us and said that thank you because you carrying that cross. She turned around and came back and talked to me, and she said I was having the worst day of my life. And seeing that just made my whole day turn around. And it was like, thank you, Lord. 
if it was just for that one person. That's all I wanted to do. And imagine the people that don't stop and say yeah, anything. Exactly. How many of those people are out there? Amen. You know, it's amazing. It, what you're doing truly is amazing for this community. Yes, sir. You're not getting paid. Nope. Nobody's paying you. Nope. Um, you're, you're doing this, you're doing your mission and, uh, and correct. I respect you for that. Absolutely. It's an honor to have you on really. Thank you. All right. Uh, John, you got anything else? No, just thank you for coming on. Really. John, do you want to talk about anything else while we're here? I mean, we have time. Uh, I just, I'm just so excited that I'm able to spread the word any way I can. And this podcast is one of those ways and I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, you guys allowing me to express my uh, self and uh, to get Jesus out there for the people. Well, we're very grateful for you, John. So thank you. God bless you. Yeah. Um, for those people driving by that wave to you and, and, and do, if you could say one thing to those people that, that wave to you, give you a honk, what would you say to the citizens of Kerrville? Kerrville, Jesus loves you, and so do I. There it is, from the man himself, Mr. John Gregg. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, guys. And that's going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Kerrville Podcast. You can find it at KerrvillePodcast.com. You can also find it on Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also the Kerrville Podcast YouTube channel, as well as the Kerrville Podcast Facebook channel as well. Now, well, y'all have Everybody. a good one. Uh, we'll be back with the next episode on Tuesday of the Kerrville Podcast.